Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess, season three, where I focus on business owners, entrepreneurs, and managers, and including their employees. If none of these apply to you, please stay tuned, because if you're looking for that realistic, real life podcast where it just helps you when you're stressed out and just looking for something to help you when you're stressed, this one is for you as well. Welcome to today's episode. Today I brought back Jessica Brennan. She was in my last Tuesday's episode. She is a beauty counter consultant, but she does so much more. She helps you identify the cleaning products that you use and also educates you on better and healthier products to use for cleaning or in the beauty section of your life. This is now, now part two from last week because there has been an update in the legislation and she wanted to inform us on how we can do our part. Listen in. It is really important. So if for some reason you have not met my girlfriend, Jess Brennan, she is so amazing. So there's a couple of things about her that I really want you to know. One, how well educated she is, but also the passion is real on what you bring. And it's just crazy. And I just, I am in all of it. I hope I show as much passion and education for what I do as much as you do, because it's just, you just bring so much light to what you do. And so my super introduction to who you are is not just beauty count, right? We love beauty count. We love all that stuff, but there's so much more to what you do. Granted, that's what you're really known for in my group is the beauty counter products. But I think more so of the education piece of what you do. So you really educate us on the products from the stuff that we put on our skin to the stuff that we use in our house. But now something new is happening. And that is why you're really back because there is some movement going on in the legislation. And not only is there movement going on, but you were in DC, girlfriend. So please introduce yourself. Please tell us who you are. Please tell us about what is going on. I want to hear it all. Well, hello, I'm Jessica Brennan. And I just want to say before I get started that, yes, you absolutely have the same energy and excitement around what you do. That's why so many people love you so much. So um, I feel that everyone feels it. So yeah, I am a clean beauty advocate uh, with Beauty Counter. I also am a sustainability coach and I am a home detox consultant. So my passion is to really help people lower their toxic load in their households. Um, It's where we spend most of our time. It's where we, you know, are the most comfortable. Um, And it's really the one place that has the most impact on our health in our daily lives. Um, And there are so many things that you can do within your household to lower that toxic load and set you up for success in the long run, as far as your health is concerned. So that's my passion. And Yes, as Jess said, I got to live this incredible experience. Uh, It's been two weeks now. Um, I had a chance to earn a spot to go to DC with Beauty Counter. They chose 200 consultants across the country um, to, well, okay, two or more from each state. Um, And I got to represent Delaware, which is where I live. And it was just an incredible opportunity to get in front of the people that actually make you know, the laws, the people in power that just have that ability to bring the health and safety of personal care products to the forefront. Um, so it was great experience and excitement going into it, but I didn't realize until we got there, how pivotal this moment was and us being there was 
um, for the future of the beauty industry. So basically what's happening right now is in 2022, there is a major, major opportunity and likelihood, which I haven't been able to say that in the seven years I've been doing this, that some um, legislation will be passed. So basically what's happening is that there is the FDA, which does not actually govern our or oversee our products, which is very widely unknown. Most people assume that they do because they do with food and drug. Um, but there is an opportunity there because they have to update certain parts of what the, uh, the authority is with the FDA. So with that opening, they're allowed to add additional legislation. And so that's why us being there was so pivotal. There were 10 rooms of 20 plus um, speaking to five to eight representatives at a time. We were not unfortunately able go, to go directly to Capitol Hill because of COVID um, and plus we were such a big group. So it was just like trying to manage all that. Um, but it actually in the, in the long run ended up being a better scenario because we were able to all be in one room and talk to each one of these representatives. Every single one of them were like, oh my gosh, there's so many of you. Usually they're used to talking to one or two people about those, their specific issues. So they were immediately like engaged in us because of just the sheer size of our groups. Um, and and each one was talking about how this is a topic that they are really working on right now because of this opening to add legislation. So that was really, really cool. And for me personally, I have been to offices locally to talk to representatives in the past. And they were the first time, um, the first two that I talked to were totally unaware. So that was like five or five years ago or so. Um, the second time I talked to the same office, Senator Casey's office in Pennsylvania, they actually flew in like three or four staffers to talk to us because of the increase in volume of which they were hearing about this issue. So that was really cool to see that progression. And then fast forward to now where they're like, they were literally like, what are, help us? What are, what are we missing? What do you need us from us? And we're like, what do you, what can we do for you? So it was a really collaborative effort between us and them. And it was just a really cool thing to experience. Like they, understand the gravity of this problem for the first time since, again, I started, I really felt that. And so I think for me personally, I'm more fired up than ever because I just want people to understand that, um, you know, that even in government, they understand this is a problem, but just, you know, real quick, I want also people to understand like, yes, this is a very exciting moment. Here is where we need to be. Like, this is where the EU is as far as what their standards are. This is where the U.S. is. I mean, I wish I could do it more because it's like, here's the U.S., here's the EU. And we're literally asking for oversight in the industry that will bring us up to here, like the ability to recall products, which is not currently something that the FDA has the authority to do. The ability to ban certain ingredients that have known health concerns that should never be in our products, but are widely used. Um, so those are the two big asks and what is really being focused on in this legislation. Wow. There's, I mean, again, passion, passion, passion. That's all I hear, right? Well, it's one of those things that's like when you see this much movement, it's hard not to be excited and, and passionate about it. Cause it's like, this is one issue in particular that has not had the attention that it deserves is getting the attention that it finally deserves. And is really truly something that we as a country can link arms and really change. 
Um, and in such a like volatile political environment, I just feel like it's something that everyone, no matter who you, you know, what you believe, what you stand for, like, this is something we all can get behind. And, and that's really why it's have, getting so much movement is because of that. Wow. So I want to backtrack a little bit because you said a lot and which yeah. is awesome. No, it's good. It's good. You said a lot because the passion's shining through and I love it. But obviously, you know so much of what you're talking about too, which also shines through. So I want to go back to the first moment of when you got the email, when you got the text message, when you got the call and they said, yo girl, you are going to DC. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. I mean, it really was the most amazing just experience and shock of my life because I had never ex expected to get there. Um, I worked my tush off. I had some amazing friends and clients that helped me along the way, namely Jess here, um, and introducing me to people and just getting the word out about what I was doing. Um, I did an amazing fundraiser to raise money to put pouches together for women going through breast cancer treatment, um, which was great. So they are going to, they get clean pou pouches of clean products, um, which they definitely need, but yeah, just getting that call. It was like goosebumps and tears. My kids are like, Oh my gosh. Cause they were with me. We were actually in Disney at the end of the, uh, period when I had to qualify, we were at Disney world, um, at magic kingdom. And I had never been so grateful for long lines in my life because <laughs> in the lines I'm like texting people and people are asking questions about product and, you know, it, it was, it was crazy, but, um, so I just think it was even more exciting because of the like end part of it. There was just so much that went into it. And I was literally working to get there at the very last second at like 3am <laughs> the night that it ended. Um, so my kids were really excited and, and it just, I just felt like, I know this sounds cheesy, but it's true. I feel like I earned an opportunity to be a part of history. Like the fact that I was sitting at that table at that moment, asking, you know, them to support these laws, them being very engaged in that. And like, um, seemingly very interested in supporting these laws. It's like, it just felt really exciting to know that I was going to have a seat at that table. It's so cool. And I, I again, I wanted to highlight the passion. So I wanted you to relive that moment. And I wanted to yeah. you could see how big these eyes were. Right. So I want us to kind of go back. So again, we're talking about health and safety products from your stuff that's in your skin, those, your moisturizers, things like that, but also the clean products in your home. Mm -hmm. And you're telling us that there is a lot of unsafe things in there. Can yeah. you kind of like, I know you talked about like the Europe standard and our standard. Can you kind of go into that a little bit more of what the Europe standards are compared to our standards? Yes, absolutely. So, um, this is a statistic that shocks a lot of people. There has not been a major update to the federal law governing the personal care industry in the United States since 1938. So that's over 80 years. I mean, creeping up on 90, it's a long time. Um, and when you think about how much has transpired since the thirties till now in the personal care industry, it's ridiculous. Like it's, it's night and day. And so the fact that the laws that were set in place back then are what are dictating what goes into our products now is huge. So for me, I'm most passionate about this specific part of our household because it's the most complex. Most people use between 15 to 20 personal care products a day. Like when you break it down, even if you're not a product person, you use a lot, you might not realize it, but you're, you know, washing your hair, conditioner, body wash, toothbrush, deodorant, 
I, I mean, the list face wash, like the list adds up really quickly. And then if you're even a remotely bit of a product person, that number goes up. And I mean, it affects our kids, it affects the men in our lives, affects everyone. So in the US with that outdated law, um, there have been 31 ingredients banned from being used in our products, which at least there's a few ingredients. Those were very like um, in your face type things that needed to be banned. Um, and so they were able to do that, but that's the, that's the end of it. Like there's basically no chance of anything else being banned. And there's so many offenders out there that we need more on that front. Um, so in comparison, the EU actually bans or restricts over 1400 ingredients. So they're on top of the game here. They understand the importance of this. Um, if you have a product that you buy in Europe, and you want to get it here, I actually had this happen a few years ago. My friend was visiting from Germany. She ran out of face cream and she was like, I need to go get it. And I was like, wait till I get back to Germany. And I gave her some beauty counter in the meantime. Now she buys beauty counter. I sent it to her in Germany, <laughs> but she loves it so much. And it's, it's, you know, anyway, I digress, but she, but the EU is so much better. So I'm like, it's not the same formula when you buy it here. When, if you buy it in Europe, it's much safer. So you're saying the same product, we don't have the new name brand. So say it's a name brand here. Yeah. And you get it in Europe. It's a completely different formula. Yes, it's a totally different formula. So here they're allowed to use ingredients. Generally, the reasoning for it is because, um, I mean, it all boils down to money at the end of the day. They want to make more money. So they can use different specific fillers. They can use cheaper preservatives. They can use ingredients to what, I mean, there's just all kinds of things they can do in order to beef it up here that, um, ends up putting more money in their pockets at the end of the day. So. Yeah. All about money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we talked about your passion. We talked about what's happening now. I know you brought some products. Are you able to kind of like break down and kind of really shine in our face? Like what uh, is in our products and common products? Yeah. 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 I can do that. Um, so one of the things that I do, I mentioned in the beginning is I'm a home detox consultation or consultant. So I do consultations with my clients. Um, and I brought a couple products that I have here. Uh, one of them is my husband, cause all of my products are clean at this point. And the other one actually is a clean product that I just wanted to show you guys. Um, but, I, but I was with a client the other day and she had a bunch of really great products um, that she got from Sephora and Target. And they were like pretty good, but they all had the same main offenders that you're going to find in both of these. Um, so it's just a reminder, like even if you are using clean, green, natural products, you need to still look at the ingredients because I always tell people to avoid two or two main ingredients. Um, and there's a bunch of others, but these are like the main ones for me. If I'm shopping, this is how I decide if I'm going to look further into a product. It cuts the time down and by like 10 times, it makes it 10 times faster so that you can just pick it up. Like, nope, not going to even consider that one. So the first one I'm going to show you is a deodorant that I actually really like. Um, and it, the ingredients in it are, um, are all natural except for it. They use fragrance in this product. So I called, it's called natural fragrance and that's the number one ingredient I tell people to avoid. Um, so when it comes to a, pro a company like this, that's very clean, except for that, um, I always reach out to the company and I ask them like, 
what's the deal? Why do you have fragrance? So that company in particular, I was really impressed with most of the time. They just say, oh, we're FDA approved. <laughs> and as we know now, that means nothing. Um, so this company in particular was like, well, unfortunately for that specific scent, which is a very popular scent with our people, we couldn't, it, it's a vanilla scent. So you can't just make a vanilla essential oil. Like there's no essential oil. So they have to go through a, uh, fragrance source. Um, but they say, you know, everything that we do is through them and we have complete control over what they put in it. And we stand behind the safety of that fragrance that hardly ever happens when you get that sort of thoughtful response. But when you do, you're like, okay, I get it. I like this. They also said, you know, we have other options that are fragrance free. So I love that. Um, that's what I look for. And I know it sounds crazy, but I highly recommend just shooting a quick email over to a company. If you have questions, the more they hear from us, the more they put transparency and safety up on the top of their priority list. So, okay. This is Axe. My husband uses, uh, this gel hold gel. Um, uh, not very often, just like when we go out, this is probably like five years old. That's how infrequently he uses it. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll grab this. But this uh, product has fragrance. Um, but then also on this list is, uh, it's actually not too, too bad. There's no like horrible uh, preservatives, like the ones that um, are like red flags to me. There's preservative, but it's a safer one. Um, pegs. So that's the second ingredient I tell people to look for. It's a very easy thing to, to find because it's literally, you probably can't see it because it's so small, but it's um, always listed as P-E-G dash then a number. Right. So as soon as you look, it's easy to see fragrance. It's easy to see the word peg. And um, so basically what that is, it's not necessarily the ingredient itself that is the problem. It's the fact that that ingredient is oftentimes contaminated with a known very dangerous toxin. So you just want to avoid that one as much as possible because you just can't, along with fragrance, fragrance is like a blanket term for thousands of different ingredients. And, um, a lot of which have health issues can, uh, attached to them. So you just truly don't know like what's in it. Um, so that's why I say to avoid that, but same thing for pegs. It was, it's the more, um, it's more of the transparency thing with that ingredient and just not knowing truly what's in it. So um, and that's the thing, like they're there because consumer demand and knowledge is increasing. Companies are getting, because of all the loopholes and the oversight are getting more creative on how they integrate those ingredients into their products. So they can actually hide, um, preservatives in natural ingredients. So if an ingredient is more than 50%, the, like, let's say aloe, um, then it can just be listed as aloe on the list. So it's really, really, really important to get products that are listing all of their ingredients and just be like very aware of that aspect of it, that there could be other things in it. And, you know, you can't control everything, but I think to me, that's like, again, sending back a signal to the companies, like we are going to support companies who are being transparent. Yeah. So, all right. So the first thing I'm hearing is I'm at a store, I'm looking for something, and I want to try to get the best I can, right? You know, easier said than done, like you're telling me. But what I'm looking for is for it to say fragrance-free, which is super huge, right? Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't. It, it doesn't necessarily have to say that. Just make okay. sure it doesn't have it on the label. So okay. 
Yeah. Cause sometimes it can say like, they'll say it's fragrance free and it might technically be fragrance free, but they still can put fragrance on the ingredient list. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it might not have the scent, but it'll still have the fragrance like, um, concoction in the product. It's just not going to have the scent. Cause when they say that on the front, that's what they're referring to is the smell. Oh, huh. Yeah. But then they'll learn something new today. Yeah. I mean, some <laughs> companies put it on there and that's actually what they mean, but a lot of companies don't. So interesting. Okay. Well, now I got to go check a few things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the second thing I heard was, um, natural. And I, and I think we talked about this before, you know, I learned this a while ago that just because it says natural doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. Sure. Um, you know, I've looked into different companies before and a lot of them even put like oil into their products on face creams and toothpaste, like, things that you're just going, but that's going into my body, but right. it's natural. So why not? Right. Right. Um, so just because it's natural does not mean it's good for you. I think that's what you were saying as well. Yeah. And basically just to kind of elaborate on that, I think it's important for people to know it's not like, I really want to help people get away from the, like what a product or like the natural and the chemical terms, because at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about the source. It's about the safety. There are so many synthetic ingredients out there that are totally safe. And then there's so many natural ingredients out there that are not safe, like asbestos oh, wow. and, you know, all kinds of stuff, like just tons of things you don't want, you know, you don't poison ivy's not safe. We don't want to be rubbing that all over our body yeah. just because it's yeah. natural, you know? So anyways, it's just like focusing on the safety of an ingredient and not necessarily the source. Oh, I like that. That's actually a really good point. I, I like that. Focus on the safety and not so much what it is. That's actually a good yeah. point. The next thing you kind of mentioned was the one ingredient that I think I like it because it's super easy to remember is pegs. So yep. if I see that, put that guy back on the shelf. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's just, I feel like, you know, one of the reasons why I do what I do is because I don't think that people should have to be expert label readers. I mean, yeah. that's just ridiculous, <laughs> but at the same time, the way that our system is set up right now, people need to just be aware that it's like, okay, this is not something I can just go and buy whatever. I can't just go to the natural aisle or the natural store and just, you know, assume that everything is safe when it's not. And, you know, I think it's also important to know that there were science is always evolving. So nothing is ever going to be a hundred percent safe. I think it's just about doing the best that you can. I think the biggest issue here is just the fact that there's so many people out there that think that they're using safe products when in reality, it's totally the opposite. They might be using slightly safer than what they were, okay. but because of the, so many loopholes in the industry, it's like, they, they just don't know what they don't know. And, you know, it's very aggravating. That's a, that's a really good point. Um, I was going to, my next question is, so we talked about the legislation. We talked about you being in there. So you're telling us there's something we can do. And I know you mentioned emailing people, right? Some of us don't like confrontation. That's the yeah. first gut feeling to think about. Uh, you like, can contact me and I'll email them for you. If you're really curious, I have no problem doing that. <laughs> What's your email so we can at least remind, remind people? Yeah. That. Jessica Brennan at Mac.com. Love it. So we have questions. You want to avoid confrontation? Yeah. Shoot it your way. Yes, okay. I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but what is something else that we can do today that, like I said, not confrontation, you know, we're re really 
reading labels. Mm -hmm. We're going to email you because we might not want to email that company or we're going to email them ourselves. What's something else we can do, especially since this movement is happening? I'm going to assume there's only a short period of time that we can actually get this done. Yeah. So currently right now they're working on getting the rough draft together for this, uh, this uh, bill that's going to be introduced and passed by the end of this year. So currently right now it's key to reach out. And I know that might sound confrontational, but actually it's not because you can just literally within 30 seconds, tell your two senators and your representative that this is an issue important to you. And that will in in and of itself be huge. So if everybody did this, we would see more of that support within um, Congress for more oversight in the industry. So um, the number that you can text is 52886, and then just put in better beauty, all one word, and you'll get a link that'll be text sent in a text right away. And just click that link and fill out the form. It's very basic. It's just basically the information they need to link you to the proper senators and house of representative. And then it's um, just a, you know, a specific email that is in relation to the bills that we are asking them to support currently. So that's a huge thing you can do. Not much time. It's something you can share with people. Um, And that's one thing we heard from all of the representatives or all of the members of Congress that we spoke to is that they need to hear more from their constituents. So this is an easy way to do that. Um, there's it's something that they're, they are invested in and they're working on, but they also have a thousand other things that they're invested in and working on. So the more they hear from us, the more energy they can put into it. I love that. Simple, 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 right? Yeah. So the texting, getting in contact with you, reaching out to these products, um, and then obviously just reading the ingredients and not buying certain products, right? That's going to send a message. Yes. Yeah. And it truly does help. I know um, it's hard to really put that into perspective because you just think, well, I'm one person with one product, but again, I've been in this industry and in this, you know, paying attention to this problem for seven years now. And it's amazing how many, I mean, I was just at uh, Walgreens last night and I was just looking around at all the products that were not there seven years ago that did not have truly clean options. uh, Companies that were greenwashing are now like not putting fragrance in their products. Like it really does work and it helps so much when you as a consumer vote with your dollars and just choose products that are clean companies, you know, hopefully this passes again, this is a small step and a very large fight that we still have to get the beauty and the personal care industry cleaned up if the law does get passed. Um, so this is a fight we're going to continue to need to do, but obviously right now we just need them to take that first step, which would be amazing. Um, but just in general, we have more power as consumers than we really think that we do. So doing that is huge. You made me think of something, um, as you were talking to, cause um, you mentioned natural, you mentioned products like that and kind of just speaking up in general. And you talked about, you know, what's on shelves, what's not on shelves, things like that. But you mentioned not during this podcast, but another time you and I were talking about how even in the African-American like lotions and things like that, that that's not being well like regulated. And I, my first thought is all, a lot of them say like cocoa butter and things like that, or um, it's not tea tree. It's like another oil. And I actually bought a lot of their lotions because I was like, oh, it's all natural. It has right. to be good. Can you kind of like educate us a little bit about that? Yeah. So a lot of the products that are on the shelves specifically for the African-American community are 
um, that contain ingredients that are like, um, like relaxers are very highly filled with formaldehyde. And that is a really, we don't want that in our atmosphere in that level ever. So, um, plus there's just more, like, it's just, it's a, a part, a segment of the, um, industry that just is not, it doesn't have any movement hardly at all. And there it's, yeah, like you were talking about a huge offender of greenwashing. Um, and so it's just really like a huge part of what we're working on. Also, that's something that they're focusing on there is to, um, get bills passed specifically for that part of the industry to make it safer. Cause it's just the, the rates of cancer in the black community with women in particular, it's just ridiculous. It's much higher than for other people. So it's just like, we got to focus on that and they are aware of that and they're working on it. But again, we need, we need more people to voice their um, support for that. We need more people out there talking about it um, with their communities about how they can choose safer and why it's important for their health and for everyone. Um, so yeah, there's, there's just a lot of problems and that is one of the biggest ones. And I love that. And I wanted to mention that because I feel as a community, no matter the race, no matter the gender, no matter what, we all have our part. And I think that's really a highlight in it in the sense of this is for all of us. This isn't just one for one specific person. This isn't just for one um, specific race that there's all of us are getting left out and some are getting left out worse than others. And that's not fair. No, it's absolutely not fair. It's not fair. And we could just make our one movement. Like you've listed, not looking at the ingredients, avoiding things that have fragrance, fragrance, fragrance. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) In the ingredient list, pegs, avoiding that, putting that back on the shelf. We're going to email them or you to say, Hey, I'm questioning this. Right. We also, can you say that text number again for us? Yeah. It's five, two, eight, eight, six. And then just text better beauty, all one word. And then, like I said, you'll get a link. Don't just the text in and of itself. Isn't the only thing you need to do. You got to fill out the form, but again, takes 30 seconds, super simple. And then your representative and your senators will get an email. And just that, right. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, is sharing this message. And so what I wanted to ask too, is because you're very, like I said, passionate about this, you provide us with education about this. Can you just tell us where we can follow you and get more tips and uh, tricks and ideas and lessons about what you're actually talking about? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at clean product junkie. Um, and then you can also reach out to me directly. I do, like I said, home detox consultations. I actually have an online program. If you'd want to dive more into that, the specific ingredients. And, um, it's really just more like a system that I've set up to make it easier. So you're not like constantly pulling out your phone, trying to figure out the safety of each ingredient. Um, and yeah, so those are the Instagram is probably the best place to, to reach me, um, or my email, Jessica Brennan at Mac.com. Awesome. And then, so for this home consultation, I love that we're talking about this legislation. I love that we're talking about this movement. It's so awesome. Again, do those one, if not all of those super easy steps. Um, can you tell us what is an ideal client for this home consultation? What does that look like? What the heck is a home consultation? Yeah. Can you kind of like give us a little example of what that is? Yeah. So uh, my clients really run the gamut of people who are like uh, the client I had earlier this week, she was already feeling pretty confident about the products that she was using. 
but she just didn't understand the, or she didn't know about the lack of reg regulation. And so she wanted me to come in and just see what she was using um, and see if she needed to make any adjustments. And then I have clients who literally have not done anything and they learned all this information and they're just like totally overwhelmed. Like, where do I start? What do I do? Um, you know, the, I think the knee jerk reaction is to just throw everything out and start from scratch, but I don't think that's very helpful either because then you're feeling overwhelmed and you're more likely to just gravitate towards what you know. So mm -hmm. I really try to teach people to take small baby steps and make a plan. So when they run out of a product, they switch it with something else. Um, so yeah, I mean, anybody in that, just having that knowledge, I think is really important. Just knowing that this is important to do. Um, so anybody that, you know, that already has some of that awareness, or maybe you bring it to their attention and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know. And then they start putting, you know, a lot of work into looking at their products. Um, so that would, yeah, those are good contacts for me. And then what's a typical consultation look like? So say I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh my God, I'm interested in a consultation, but what does that look like? Do you come to my house? Do, can it be virtual? Can you kind of explain that part to us? Yeah. So I do both. I live in Wilmington, Delaware. So I'm um, able to go to homes in the Philadelphia area and Northern Delaware. Um, so if it's in person like that, I usually just come, we go from room to room and look at the cleaning supplies and the personal care products. Um, just, you know, as much as we can to get through. And then I will follow up with a checklist. And then what we talked about, like the priorities, because I think that's big is just setting your intentions based on what is important to you and what we discuss on like the most um, harmful products that you're using, the ones that are the, the biggest, like the most urgent to change. Um, and then you can contact me throughout our working together as you're doing things to ask questions, if you need more product suggestions. Um, and then virtually what I usually do is I have people send me five different products that they use prior to our, our meeting. And I do some digging into that. And then I ask them to bring two or three to our meeting so I can walk through the process with them so they can see how I do it so that they can then work on their own after that. But then I do the same thing after send them a priority list, make sure that they feel comfortable about what they're going to use to replace products once they run out. I love it. No, it's, it's so awesome. And it's different, but it, as you just explained through all of this, it's something important that we really need to educate ourselves with. I will say my two cents is, you know, I, I was a big Lysol woman and I was like, I have not the name brand, sorry, name brand out there, you know, and I was like, I have to use this. This is it. But when I switch to products that you recommended to me, it's funny. I actually ran out of the natural or healthier products and um, I went back to the previous name brand and not to be super dramatic, but within like, I saw a half an hour, I felt super stuffy. I felt like I was getting sick. I'm like, what is happening? You know? And, I'll, and I feel like it was just like really thick in the air. So I um, again, highly recommend, like you said, eat emailing her, messaging her on um, Instagram, you know, just contacting her and just being educated in general, I think is really important. Um, any last words before we get into our lightning round, Jess? Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of to um, explain a little bit about what you experience when you switch back over, our bodies actually build up a tolerance to these toxins in our lives. And so we don't realize until they've been taken away how much they have impacted our health. 
um, like the scent thing, like I've been fragrance free for many years. When somebody has something very fragrant on them, it literally gives me a headache. It bothers my kids. Like we're just, you know, it, it's amazing how much, but before it didn't bother us. So it just, you know, was a part of who we are, our, our bodies. It's called the cumulative effect. We build up a tolerance to it. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing I just wanted to say is like, I think a lot of times people think why bother because everything is killing us. I hear that a lot. It's very dramatic, but that's, I hear it a lot. So I know a lot of people are thinking it, but the bottom line is, is our bodies are very responsive. So when you start lowering your, lowering your toxic load in your home, you are literally getting rid of toxins in your bodies. There's been studies on this when like people have been tested for certain toxins prior to eliminating them. And then after, and within days, our body starts to get rid of them. Not all of them. Some of them literally linger in our bodies forever. But if we eliminate those, those, then we're not adding more to our bodies, but most of what we put on our bodies every day and use in our household contain ingredients that once we stop our bodies respond in a positive way. So just know that when you're making these changes, you really are having a positive impact on your health and your family's health. I love that. That's, that's so important to know. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Okay. Jess, are you ready for the lightning round? I think so. I'm all your beauty products. What is the one product you cannot live without? Oh, there's so many. Um, I think for me, my favorite is uh, beauty counter actually has a new AHA smoothing facial mask. Um, and it literally feels like you just went to the spa for a facial in 10 minutes, you walk away and your skin is glowing and it's got, um, it's got two different types of exfoliator, a physical and a chemical, um, chemical, not in a bad way, but just a <laughs> reaction. Like it actually starts to, um, get rid of the dead skin cells on your skin and then the physical removes it. So when you're done and then it has this really hydrating, um, formula so that your skin just literally feels like it's glowing. So that's my favorite. It's like compared to, you know, going to the spa, which I highly recommend still doing because getting a facial here and there is not a bad thing, but in the interim, if you're like, I need something to help me feel like I've just got a facial or just, you know, kind of instantly brighten and make your skin feel very glowy and fresh and youthful, then I would highly recommend that one. It's my fave. Wow. Now you're gonna, I didn't try this product yet. I'm obsessed with my serum. <laughs> I just gave you a sample. You should try it. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> Lord, I will say my face, this is all natural guys. This is all. Yeah, I know. Well, the thing is, serum. I'm a little older. So for me, it's like, you know, I need it. Sometimes I'm just like, my skin looks so dull and dry and stop it. It never does. All right. <laughs> next question. Um, what is your favorite karaoke song? Oh, oh my gosh. Probably don't stop believing. (laughs) I love that song. Anytime it comes on the radio, my kids are like, oh God. (laughs) Megan, stop. Yeah. (laughs) What was your favorite childhood toy? Oh, I loved my little ponies. (laughs) My dad, my dad was an engineer and he back in the floppy disk days, would have to back up his computers at work. And he would literally have me and my sisters go and change the like floppy disk when it said like full and put in a new one so that it could continue to back up and then press a button. That's all we had to do. And he would pay us in my little ponies. 
Stop it. So then he could go like work and do the rest of his stuff. And we're, you know, waiting for the discs to get full and was like, I'll do it for my little pony. <laughs> oh my God. That's freaking great. Um, what is your, what's, what's one way you relax, like to decompress and de-stress? What's your one way? Um, well, I play the piano, so that helps to, it's kind of a meditative thing. Um, I can't really think about anything else when I'm doing it. And then I just, I like to like, listen to music and podcasts and just kind of like throw myself into either relaxation or learning. Um, and sometimes I do it when I'm walking, but yeah, just kind of like detach from the craziness of the world for a few minutes. That's my happy place. I love that. So you mentioned like your packages before you, you know, you help breast cancer survivors, things like that. In the sense of like employees or, you know, companies supporting their employees, do you have any packages or um, a product that you're like, oh my God, this is a really great product that you would recommend um, for your employees to shop for your employees? Yeah. So there's a few different ones. Um, there's like a hand scrub that I love that is really great just to kind of like, I don't know, everybody loves a good hand scrub instantly makes your hands look better. Your cuticles, um, have less hangnails and look less dry. So I really like that one. That's always a really great one to gift. Um, and then just any like safer lotion, I think is always good. Um, lip products are always good. Like, you know, especially just something simple to give that everybody will like, those are kind of good ones. Awesome. Jess, thanks so much for coming on here and educating us once again of how amazing you are. I just, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Hello, and thank you for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please subscribe so you can get upcoming episodes every other Tuesday or leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings about today's episode or any other episode you have listened to. If you need more resources or wondering how I can help you with my individual coaching or my workshops, please visit me at journeytoyourself.net. Have a fabulous day. Thank you.